welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're one of the hundreds of thousands of women experiencing hair loss for any number of reasons, or if you're curious and want to check out what alternative hair is all about, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Deborah. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, educator, and the co-creator of a -a one-of-a-kind, shame-free, stigma-free alternative hair boutique called Very Best Little Hair House, and that's where the magic happens. That's where I help women and men like you find the alternative hair that brings their inner beauty out. We take over where genetics or Mother Nature drop the ball and help you find and wear the alternative hair that makes you feel vibrant. I've made it my business to discover all there is to know about good wigs and toppers, and I love to talk about them. It's not just hair. It's so much more than that. This is about feeling complete, and if alternative hair is the way for you to do that, I got you covered. Yeah, it sucks when you see your scalp shining through your hair, but you know what? There is joy in finding the right alternative hair, trust me. It can be overwhelming at first. I mean, where do you start? Wig? Topper? Oh my God, will somebody know? What if my wig falls off? First of all, take a deep breath, I got you covered. This podcast addresses all things alternative hair. It's not always as easy as just finding a wig and putting it on, so I'm going to give you a tell-it-like-it-is viewpoint from what I see firsthand. I've been through it all. Stress, hair loss, alopecia, chemo. So I started my own journey about 20 years ago, and at that time I had nobody to talk to or get advice from, so I am here for you. And I can tell you this, even on my best natural hair day, I never looked or felt as confident as I do in my alternative hair. And now, after five years of helping people in my shop get over that fear and get out there, I am bringing this to you to inspire, empower, and educate you. It's simple. When you look good, you feel even better. And if alternative hair is part of that confidence, Who cares if you grew it or if you bought it? Forget your grandma's wig and prepare to look red carpet gorgeous. Time to end this shame and stigma. Life is too short not to love who you are, and I want you to get excited about the possibilities. So grab your headphones, feel the love I am sending your way, and let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Alternative Hair Alchemist. This is Deborah Heim, and as I'm recording this here in the U.S., it is National Pug Day, and I wanted to mention that for a couple reasons. Number one, if you check out the shop, which you can find online, www.verybestlittlehairhouse.com, or on Facebook or Instagram, you're likely to see a picture where a wall is covered in framed photos, and those are all pugs. I have two pugs, and one of the reasons that I opened the store, or one of my huge motivations, was I had a pug at the time who, as she got older, became blind and diabetic. And one of the hugest motivations for me to get my butt in gear to open the shop was so that I could take her to the shop with me, and I did. So the other reason I mention it is because good support in your life is huge. And I hope you have some good support, whether it is a fur baby of your own or people in your life. 
I sincerely wish that for you because you are loved and it helps when you can feel it. And one of the things that can help you along on your alternative hair journey is supportive friends and family. And unfortunately, that's not always the case. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of the things I have seen in my shop from both significant others and friends and what have you. And sometimes they're not quite so supportive. And I think a lot about things and I've identified some reasons behind it. So I'm going to explain to you what my thoughts are, because if this is going on, there's some reasons you might want to think about that you don't realize. Now, when anybody calls my shop, one of the most common questions I get is, can I bring along a friend, significant other, whatever, because they want an honest opinion? And it's crazy because nobody is more honest than me. Plus, I'm really pretty good at judging whether something looks like a wig or not. But I totally understand. It can be a big decision, especially when it's a first wig. And we have what we call the spectator seat for someone to come back in the private try-on area. And then I also have a front room because the area is small. So, you know, usually when somebody's calling, I limit whoever is there. Plus, you want it to be private. So there's that reason as well. But sometimes I have seen the opinions being given to the person in the chair aren't always totally supportive. So let's talk about that. The first I will address is like husbands or significant others. And I have seen it go both ways. Most of the people coming in have an incredibly supportive partner. In fact, it's overwhelmingly cool when the spouse lets the woman decide, you know, as in, honey, what do you like? You know, that's always nice to see, but I don't always see that. Now, if a husband, partner, significant other, or whatever doesn't like the wig, sometimes it can be because the person looks too good. Now, that may sound silly, but I think if somebody isn't secure, they can be threatened by the person wanting to improve themselves, and certainly when it's a visible improvement. And then plus the confidence that goes along with that sometimes might be threatening, and I certainly hope that isn't the case for you. Now, sometimes I have heard husbands say, well, it doesn't look like your old hair. But you know what? It's not your old hair. Sometimes the best looking, most natural looking wig on you, it's not possible to totally duplicate your hair as it was before. I shoot for a good overall look and as close as I can get. But, you know, at some point, we all have to get to the term, especially with hair loss, that it isn't your own hair. So sometimes, you know, the change takes a little bit of getting used to, but whether it's with yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror, or family members, sometimes it does take a couple days for them to get used to your new look. Also, in the case of a husband, boyfriend, partner, whatever, saying, oh, you don't need it. Now, behind that, it could be genuine. They may be expressing to you their love and that you are perfect, and that is great. But I know myself in my own experience, I you know, have heard that before, but 
you want to feel good about yourself. And if having the hair you like makes you feel complete, then by all means, you should go through with it or at least try. And sometimes, again, when they say you don't need it, it could get back to the little bit of insecurity or whatever. But I just thought I would throw those couple of examples out there in case, you know, they might apply to you. Sometimes it is a money concern, and I'm not addressing anybody's budget. I've said it before that if you want to look good and you want a wig, that is not extra. I mean, you should certainly take care of yourself and whatever your budget allows. But if someone is saying no, just because of the money factor, you know, I definitely say that is a red flag, especially if you're earning your own money and what have you. But that might be another podcast. Now, I use Chris as an example. He is absolutely supportive, has always, and I love him for that, his attitude. And he is the one that helps me shave what's left of my hair. We call that date night. But I find it's easier to just have a shaved head when you're wearing wigs, and that took some courage to get to. But Chris has always been right there for me. And it wasn't always planned that he would be certified in alternative hair as well. But as he started working along with me, I noticed he really has talent for it as well. So I offer that to you because the more that you wear wigs, the better you will get at it. Same thing for the husbands. They are trainable as well. And I hope he doesn't get mad at me for saying it that way. But definitely there is potential for both of y'all to learn. I always have Chris as my final check before I go out the door because, again, I've mentioned this before, I still have anxiety and I'll be like, this looks like a wig. And he will say to me, no, it doesn't. And I know that sometimes I overthink things. So if he gives me the green light, that is like an extra assurance for me. And, you know, hopefully you have someone in your life that you can do that as well. Also in the less than supportive category, I have had daughters that have brought their mom in that will say the same thing. Usually, if it is a big change, they have a concern that it doesn't look like your old hair. Now, again, that motivation may come from they're anticipating the questions that you may get with a style and color change. So, you know, it might come from that place of motivation. But sometimes it makes daughters uncomfortable to look at their mom and see them also looking really good. It's just a daughter thing that I have seen. Most of the times it's not the case, but, you know, just throwing that out there. The same thing goes with sisters or brothers as well. Sometimes it's just the change that they are not used to seeing. And sometimes, you know, it can be a little bit of, hey, you're looking too good. So next up, let's talk about what I've seen from friends. Now, for the majority of the time, the friends coming in are incredibly supportive I do quite a bit of teaching as I go along, so anybody coming in that doesn't wear wigs learns quite well, and often one of the effects is they are so amazed they end up wanting a wig for themselves. 
But also, sometimes someone will bring someone in that wears wigs themselves, that comes in and feels like that they're there to prevent the friend from getting ripped off. And I totally get that because I've been at other wig shops myself. But sometimes the person that wears the wigs will get incredibly offended that somebody knows more than them. I've seen it go a number of ways, especially if the person wears less expensive wigs. They will tell the person, well, you don't need that. You know, you can do it for cheaper, what have you. And this sounds incredibly bad for me to even talk about this, but I feel that someone out there may have this going on with them. Now, in my shop, I handle it very well because as I go along, when I explain the features of a wig, I'll explain why it is of a certain price range or what have you. But again, you get down to the person feeling a little bit threatened because somebody is advancing where they are not. Now, on the other hand, I am sure there are friends of clients listening to this because everyone that comes in my shop usually leaves with a really good attitude toward wigs. And if you are a supportive friend, I want to thank you for supporting your friend and also for helping people get okay with alternative hair. It really can make your life better. And the entire reason I'm even addressing any of this is because I know there are people out there that the people in their lives aren't being totally supportive about alternative hair. And I want to convey to you that that isn't okay. Hair is more than just hair. It is you. It is your personality. It is a matter of dignity. So if you are wanting to branch into alternative hair, you should be your first and most reliable authority. And as far as supportive communities, if you want to join my wig group on Facebook, go to my shop page, go down to groups, and you will see wise wig advice and support in there. It's a friendly place where you can come ask any questions you may have. Often it's me that answers personally, but there are other wig-wearing people in there that can give you great answers as well. Another thing that you may or may not know is I have several certifications in alternative ways to help you deal with some of the mind issues and stuff going on, as well as a 35-year background in being a registered nurse. So I do have sessions available to help you kind of navigate through some of these things. So if that sounds like something that may be of interest to you, you know where to find me. Go to, there's a contact form on my website. You can send a message, Facebook, Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. And again, with anybody's choice or what have you, the thing to keep in mind is that one of the beautiful things about a wig or a topper is it isn't a permanent decision. And you will have more than one during your journey. And in fact, I encourage you to have more than one. It can make your life a lot easier and a lot better just ease of getting ready in the morning. You have one always ready to go and a backup, but we'll talk about more about those type of strategies in a future episode. So until next week, thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email 
verybestlittlehairhouse.com so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are. <laughs>